Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi there, it's Kate. I know we're well into September, but I'm keeping the replays rolling just a little longer while I get my act together. This week, I'm resharing episodes on actionable, evidence-based things you can do to protect your brain health now and into the future. Over the last year, I've been working on a book called Reversing Alzheimer's with Dr. Heather Sanderson, who specializes in preventing and even reversing dementia. The book will be out in mid-2024, but you can get a preview this week. I hope you enjoy. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by allowing your inherent goodness to take the lead? And not because you're a bad person, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you keep growing. Hey, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate Hanley, your host and the author of the book, How to Be a Better Person, and I am excited to be talking to you today. Because this week on the podcast, I've been talking about brain health. This is as a result of the fact that I read a survey that says that nearly two-thirds of American adults are concerned about getting dementia. And I also have had the privilege and the honor to be working on a book about reversing and preventing Alzheimer's disease with Dr. Heather Sanderson, who was my guest on Wednesday. And I've gotten so inspired and, frankly, excited about all the tools that we have to take better care of our brains that I wanted to share it with you. There are so many practical strategies that help protect your brain. The more surprising ones that I shared on Monday of this week, just to refresh your memory, were brushing and flossing, opening your windows and dusting or vacuuming, especially in your bedroom, and lifting weights. Other important things to do to protect your brain health, I'm just going to run through these really quick before I get to the subject of today's podcast, which is more about attitude than about practical strategies. Include really toning down your sugar intake. You probably already knew that sugar wasn't great for your health, but maybe you didn't realize that any sugar that's in your bloodstream that isn't needed by your muscles or your brain cells for fuel can attach to brain cells in a process known as glycation, which oxidizes them. Kind of like imagine the caramel topping on a creme brulee. It's really not what you want your brain cells to look like. In fact, Alzheimer's is known as type 3 diabetes. So think about that the next time you think you'll just go ahead and buy up all those holiday cookies and candies that are now on sale. I know that sugar is a big can of worms and I'll talk about them on a future theme of episodes. But for now, just plant that in your mind that sugar is something that your brain will thank you later for eating less of now. Now that I got that off my chest, today I'm talking about an overall approach to life that helps keep your mind open and your brain sharp now and well into the future. And that attitude is to be a lifelong learner. 
A lot of people think they can do their beloved crossword or Sudoku and keep their brains strong. But what I've been learning by working on a book with Dr. Sanderson, who was, again, my guest last episode that ran on Wednesday, is that doing what you've always done in terms of activities or hobbies isn't really enough to prevent dementia. They are great. You can still do them. I love the mini crossword. I was into Boggle for a really long time. They are a fun thing to do. But unless you are already in the moderate to severe stage of dementia, your brain really thrives on novelty, on doing things that you don't already know how to do. And that means you need to be continually learning new things in order to keep new neuronal connections and pathways forming, or what's known as neuroplasticity. Because neurons and the connections between neurons are very much use it or lose it. If you're not challenging your brain, it's going to start atrophying. So this is a call to put some serious thought into those hobbies or activities that maybe you've been thinking about trying but never get around to. Maybe you're doing some New Year's planning after the New Year's Plan Jam episodes that I ran the last week in December, and you're thinking about what you want to make more time for in the year to come. I know I've been doing this. I went through and looked at the different categories of my life and kind of made a list of what went well in those categories in 2022 before I started thinking about what I wanted to do in 2023. And when I looked at my learning category, I realized it was pretty darn thin. I mean, yes, I've learned about a lot of different subjects, which is good, which I enjoy. But I've done it all by reading and writing, which are neural pathways that are pretty well established in my brain. It doesn't mean I shouldn't keep those things up. Of course, I'm going to since they are what I do for a living as well as what I do for fun. But it also was a big sign to me that it was time for me to really try something new. I'll talk more about how to find these new things that can keep your brain sharp and remind you of one of the other attitudes that has been shown to be protective of your brain health right after this break. So stick around. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Welcome back. Okay, so what kinds of new things do you need to do to stay sharp over the decades to come? Do you have to sign up for some kind of brain gym? No, although you could. I haven't tried any of them, but if you have, I'd love to hear how you found them. You can email me at kate at katehanley.com. What you could be doing, though, is learning how to do something completely different. Maybe there's a musical instrument that you've never played before that you could start learning how to make music come out of. Or maybe there's a language that's new to you, or a sport, a new style of dancing, or a crafting technique or form of art that you've never tried before. Maybe you've never really been a cook. You could learn how to cook. Any of these things, any of these pursuits that you're trying to do for the first time, is like putting miracle Grow on your brain. It forces it to develop new neurons and to make new connections. It doesn't necessarily have to be completely, totally brand new. It could also be something that's similar to what you already know how to do, but just different enough. So if you play guitar, you could try drums. If you cook great Italian food, you might start learning how to make Japanese food. 
If you've always been a tennis player, you could try golf. If you're a needle pointer, try glass blowing. If you do yoga, try qigong. I think you get what I'm saying here. You can also get back to doing something you did so long ago that you've kind of forgotten. Maybe you used to take piano as a kid, or you studied a language in high school that you never really used, or you had a chess phase a while ago and you are thinking about getting back to it. If you're thinking about getting back to it, I just want to say, yes, get back to it. (laughs) You're going to be strengthening those pathways and helping your brain stay strong. So as I'm still working my way through thinking about what I want to do in the new year, I'm really thinking about this learning category. And it's reinforcing the idea that I had to take some sailing classes. That's not until summer, though. So between now and then, some things I'm considering taking up or pursuing are needlepoint or learning how to play one song on the guitar or ukulele, which are two instruments that we have just collecting toxic dust in our basement. (laughs) Or maybe signing up for a language class as I studied Latin in high school and college and never really got very far with any actual living languages. The thing is, I've put stuff like this on my list of things that I wanted to do in years past, but then never really made time for them. I'm hoping that knowing how good it is for my brain will help me devote the time and stick with it through the part where I'm no damn good at it, because that is one thing about learning something new. At first, you're probably going to stink up the place. But if you have an attitude of lifelong learning, then you know that you just, you get excited about what you're going to learn next and how much better you're going to get. Some other less time intensive ways to adopt an attitude of lifelong learning is to be willing to try new cuisines or to put down the GPS and go explore a new neighborhood in your city or to strike up a conversation with someone you wouldn't normally talk to the next time you're out in the world and just see what you can learn about life in their corner of the world. You could also try watching a movie in a foreign language and try to pick up some words from the subtitles. You don't necessarily have to sign up for the classes and perfect all the things. You just need to find ways to act on your natural curiosity and give yourself a chance to find something that hooks your attention. It's the same way that we keep introducing kids to different activities until we hopefully find one that sticks. Just remember that you don't have to do this new thing for the rest of your life. You don't have to marry it. You can do it for a while until your attitude of lifelong learning leads you in a new direction. It's not about mastery. It's about novelty. As a bonus, activities really provide a great opportunity a lot of times for connection and community. Maybe you could join a knitting bee or a cooking club or a dance class or art class or maybe even join a band. I have a friend who took up drums at midlife, and then she joined a band, and then she fell in love, and now they are living together. So you just never know where these new pursuits are going to lead you. The other attitude that is helpful for brain health now and into the future is having a positive outlook on aging, seeing getting older as an elevation rather than a decline, and like the best is yet to come. I shared a whole week of episodes on aging happily back at the end of October, including an episode about how powerful your attitude towards aging is. But I'll give you a highlight here. Yale gerontologist Dr. Becca Levy has followed people for decades in her research, and she has found that those people who have a positive view of getting older can cancel out even the worst genetic risk factors for developing dementia just from changing the way you think. Pretty amazing, right? So go back and listen to those Aging Happily episodes and be mindful about recognizing the different ways your attitudes about aging might be less than positive. 
ageism is a very real thing in our world, and we've all internalized the idea that youth is good and being old is bad. So be prepared to check yourself along the way and seek out examples of people who make you excited for what lies ahead. That's it from me today. I hope you have a great weekend and I hope you have fun enriching your brain health. How to Be a Better Person's theme song, Left for Deadish, is by Junior85. The episodes are mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past five episodes and a well-chosen meme to your inbox every weekend. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com or you can tweet me at Kate W. Hanley. Don't forget the W. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 